Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 306 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that teaches us more about your love for us. Help us learn more about your overwhelming love for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching in Mark chapter 11. We read about the first Palm Sunday. The people worship Jesus in the streets, unabashedly praising him. Verse 9 says, And those who went before and those who followed cried out with a cry of happiness, Hosanna, praised and blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The people had been waiting for the Messiah. They lived by the law of Moses, but as we know, it wasn't complete. It didn't allow them the closeness they desired or needed. And now they cried out with happiness to worship Jesus and most likely in desperation. Their waiting was about over as they saw the Messiah face to face. Imagine their pure delight. Their pain and suffering were about to end. We can be thankful to read about this momentous event and worship Jesus as they did so long ago. In verse 11, we read about Jesus going into the temple and surveying it. Then he left because it was late in the day. In verse 15, he returned to the temple the next morning and drove out all the people who were buying and selling. He must have been stewing about it all night after seeing what was happening in the temple the night before. Jeremiah 7:11 says, Has this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your eyes, a place of retreat for you between acts of violence? Behold, I have seen it, says the Lord. The prophecy by Jeremiah was fulfilled that day when Jesus saw the temple. And again, I love reading the Bible with our schedule. It shows the fulfillment of prophecy that we have just read about. Verse 24 is full of wisdom and says, For this reason I am telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe. Trust and be confident that it is granted to you and you will get it. There is nothing God cannot do. So let us believe in his power, even though we may doubt our own. Let's see what Peter is writing in 1 Peter chapter 2. Peter encourages the people not to sin, but be people who do good deeds. So those who are watching see only good things and have no reason to condemn them, but are drawn to God because of them. He spends much of this chapter talking about being in submission to authority. Verse 19 says, For one is regarded favorably, is approved, acceptable, and thankworthy, if, as in the sight of God, he endures the pain of unjust suffering. He writes that Jesus suffered unjustly for us, so we should not expect to live differently than he did. We are fortunate to live without persecution for our faith and our country. However, Jesus tells a different story for the days to come. May we be thankful for today and the current lack of persecution. Verse 24 says, He personally bore our sins in his own body on the tree as an altar and offered himself on it, that we might die, cease to exist to sin, and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. We don't have to be controlled by sin, but we can live according to God's will because Jesus died to make it so. We have the gift and power of the Holy Spirit to lead, guide, and direct us. We have Jesus' constant intercession for us, and we have the grace of God upon us. These are mighty blessings for which we can be so thankful. Let's see what Jeremiah writes in Lamentations chapter 3. In this chapter, Jeremiah writes as a sufferer enduring God's wrath. He did endure beatings and imprisonment, and it looked like he would die in the pit at one time. 
He also saw many others who suffered and even died. His lament is real as we read through this chapter. Then in verse 20, Jeremiah starts writing about hope, hope in God's mercy and loving kindness. Even though he suffered, he maintained there is hope in God. No matter what our circumstances, we too can hope in God. May we wait expectantly for him. He is our deliverer. He has already delivered us from eternal death, and he will also deliver us from the world. Jeremiah writes about God's discipline and that we should endure it without complaining. This is a tough one for sure. Most of us don't take discipline well. When life gets hard, we tend to complain, but we can pray against this and pray for a spirit of perseverance. May God grant us the strength to endure the difficult days of discipline. In my experience, the Lord compasses us about in love because that is who he is. He is love. Whenever we feel condemnation, it is not from him. May we remember that the enemy brings condemnation, not the Lord. Last, this chapter ends with more laments. Jeremiah writes about the transgressions of the people and now the payment that is due. God is silent, as verse 44 says. You have covered yourself with a cloud so that no prayer can pass through. Remember when God told Jeremiah not to pray for the people? We see he meant it. The Lord used the 70 years in captivity to discipline and ultimately bring the people back to him to worship him. An important takeaway is verse 57, where God said, fear not. May we trust in the Lord, trust in his plan for us, and fear not. In chapter 4, Jeremiah writes about the destruction that has come to the people. They are barely living in the famine and devastation. He writes that those who were killed in battle were the lucky ones. The people are suffering from their sin and the sins of the false prophets they listened to. These prophets did not believe God would destroy them and the temple built for him. They thought they were indestructible, but they were wrong. The false prophets were no longer welcome among the people. May our hearts turn to the Lord and ask for and hear his truth. In the last chapter of Lamentations, Jeremiah writes of the horror of their plight. They are left unattended by God. They have to pay to drink their own water and use their own wood. They have had to bow down to other nations to eat. Every person is disrespected. Jeremiah prays that God will turn them back to him and be restored. As we know, God used this time to discipline his people and draw them back to him. We also know he sent his son to save them and us. We can be mightily grateful that Jesus saves us. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 125. This psalm is another psalm of ascent, sung on the steps as they led to the temple. The first two verses are verses we can stand on today. Verse 1 says, Those who trust in, lean on, and confidently hope in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abides and stands fast forever. Let our trust and hope in the Lord be strengthened daily. Verse 2 says, As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord is round about his people from this time forth and forever. Let us know that the Lord is protecting us as well. His strength and power are more significant than anything and anyone, and he is circling round about us today. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for showing us the power of worshiping you. Help us worship you with our whole hearts. Help us lean on, trust in, and believe in you and you alone. When our circumstances tell us differently, help us hold on to you and hope in you. Keep us yours, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.